You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hello, my name is Cindy Shields. I'm a nurse practitioner with Ascension St. John Providence Health System for Geriatric Services. I'm here today with... Hi, my name is Carmela Wilder, and I'm a social worker with St. John Providence Health System. We are here to discuss a presentation that we're going to be offering at our Gross Point location called Aging in Place. We are proud to be part of the Family Center's Ask the Expert program. This presentation will be on May 16th at 7 p.m., located at 648 St. Clair in Gross Point, Michigan. Um, I think it's important to note, um, to get into the building, the parking is, uh, is in the back of the building and you can enter through the back door. Yeah. We're located at the corner of Kirchival and St. Clair. So we're in parking lot number three behind the neighborhood club as well. Aging in place is important because as everybody knows, the population is growing older. It's the fastest growing segment of the population, the older adults. Um, people want to stay in their home. It's very important to them. And our program specializes in offering methods to help people do that. So aging in place um, in general terms is used to describe a person living in the residence of their choice for as long as they are able as they age. This can include being able to have any services or other support they might need over time as their needs change. And there are several key components that um, people have to consider to to be aging in place. And so we're going to highlight them here um, in this talk. Um, but of course, please do come to the presentation um, with the Family Center for the full um, information. One of the first things um, that comes to mind is finances. Certainly, this is foundational in being able to consider how or where someone can continue to live. Um, there are, as you know, uh, on every corner, there are new senior communities being built. Um, there are nursing facilities. There are um, caregiving agencies all around town. Um, but what we find, what Cindy and I find in the work that we do, is most of the patients and clients that come through our office, people want to stay home. So we talk about, we do have to talk about their finances. Is it, is it viable? Is it reasonable? And can they afford um, to do the things that need, they need to stay in that place? Or do we have to talk about other options? So it's a sensitive topic, but it does have to be brought up. Um, one of those topics is home modification. Cindy, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yep. And the important thing to remember is home is where somebody says that home is and where they want home to be. So the home modifications that can be done to a, a single family home or an apartment that somebody's living in are grab bars in the showers, wheelchair ramps, and other things that help with somebody's mobility, uh, other bathroom modifications that would accommodate a wheelchair, Investing in the right medical equipment to care for somebody, um, ramps, lifts to get up and down the stairs, moving bedrooms to new locations. If it's more, um, it helps somebody be more self-sufficient and mobile and get what they need to have. Um, 
The other thing that we talk about in staying home is the assistive technology. And those are the personal response systems that people might use in the event that they fall and they need assistance if they live alone. Um, GPS tracking devices so that if somebody gets lost while they're driving, the family's able to find them. We explore these options with people that, that can help them remain in their home. And we talk more about what's available in our program, our program presentation. Right. And certainly, um, just another thing to highlight about all these topics is that it is so individualized as to what people are comfortable with, um, what avenue they want to pursue. And so part of um, the presentation, again, that will be with the Family Center, but part of what we do at the Senior Assessment Center is to help people identify um, and make decisions about how they want to move forward, um, which kind of leads us into a, another topic, which is community resources, um, which is a pretty broad umbrella. But um, community resources could be anything from a place like the Family Center that co- that coordinates lots of events locally. Um, there are federal, state, and um, local services available. Um, there are things like the veteran services, um, senior centers, community centers. What we try to do again is to help people understand what's tangible, what's in their area, what can they get to, what services can come to your home, what little or large changes need to be made in your life so that you can comfortably and happily age in place in your own home if that's the case. Um, there is, of course, another tangent that there are those who say, you know, I've lived in this house. It's great. I've been here 50 years. I'm ready. Um, I'd like to not worry about things anymore. And so we also help people to identify um, what type of setting would work for them. Um, again, senior communities are, are becoming more and more popular. Um, and they're actually more affordable than many people think they are. But I let the senior communities go through the financing of that. Um, but it really is important um, to help to help uh, the senior population understand what their options are. Um, so a little bit about our senior assessment center. Um, again, it is a, um, a division of St. John Ascension Health System. It is located at 648 St. Clair um, on the current corner of Kirchival and St. Clair. And um, if someone were to come into our center for an assessment, um, well, frankly, one of their first appointments would be with Cindy. So So at the appointment with the nurse practitioner, we very much focus on health concerns, common conditions that we see in older adults, whether they be chronic diseases like heart failure, COPD or breathing problems, um, and certainly the dementias. We see a lot of people that are having memory impairments. They're concerned about their memories, or maybe they already have a memory problem, and they're starting to struggle with being able to manage their life. The family needs assistance on how to intervene and care for these people. Um, the other thing that we look at is geriatric syndromes. And these are not necessarily diseases, but these are problems that are common to older adult patients. And they're problems that that tend to be disruptive to being able to live by yourself or to have a good quality independent life, which is important to patients and to us to help them find that. So my portion of the assessment is to help them enhance their quality of life, to help them feel better, 
to help them be as mobile and functional as they can be, to develop methods to maintain their current cognitive condition so they're not deteriorating faster. And then they also see our social workers. So when a client comes in, um, um, we do encourage all all our clients to see a social worker. And one of the first things we do is called the psychosocial history. So that is that's basically an interview. It's painless. Um, I meet with the the individual and privately and get some information about how they're doing, what their goals are, um, what has changed in their life in terms of their daily function, their daily activities. Um, are there things they wish they were doing and they're not doing? And what are those barriers? Um, a lot of times, um, it we do really love when there's either a family member or a caregiver that accompanies the client, because there are times when the the family member, either the spouse or the adult daughter, will be able to come in and provide some insight onto um, other areas where they see change, areas where they might be concerned. Um, and what we see again is that as people age, our our goal is to stay as independent as possible. But naturally, there are areas of life where we do need more support. We do need a little more help. There, you're not getting up on the roof and cleaning those gutters anymore. And so, little by little, families and caregivers come more into the picture. So we try to explore that, and we try to explore what are the positive supports available to each of our clients, and if they need enhancement in those areas, if if we need to build up the support system, if we need to have conversation with the family, perhaps about, oh, did you know that your mom, you know, was wishing you were coming on, you know, every Thursday. Um, we try to generate conversation in those regards um, to make it comfortable for the individual to begin to ask for help or express what their fears are. Um, we also do talk about, we do um, education and counseling. Um, and we also talk about advanced directives, which is really um, in general, it's an end of life care document. Um, and maybe not even just end of life, but just if you were to get sick, who's responsible, who's going to make decisions for you on your behalf until you're better again. And so we do cover a lot of topics in that regard. And again, we talk about individual care planning, what's going to work for you, what's close to you, what appeals to you. And um, that's one of the, it's one of the really cool things that we get to do at our center. It's what makes it, it's what makes it interesting for us. And we really hope um, that the clients come through, feel that benefit as they, as they spend time with us. So, and one of the other important things we like to address is making sure that somebody is making their plans before they're in the midst of a crisis. Good plans are never made when somebody's coming out of an emergency room or being discharged from a hospital. We want to have a plan in place before we get into that situation. So, our goal is to identify our patients' goals, identify our family's goals help them find a way to get to where they need to be, remain where they are, and and find out what they need to help them be there. Um, So again, our presentation explores all those options. We talk a little bit more in depth about our model and what we do at the center. The presentation will be located at the Wilson Senior Resources for Independent Living Center in Gross Point. Again, it's 516 7 p.m. at 648 St. Clair in Gross Point. That's at the corner of Kirchival and St. Clair. So we hope you can join us to learn more about this. Right, and thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to 
be able to share this information with you.